Welcome to the Garden Restored Podcast, a series of dialogues that draw us back to Jesus and into the abundance of heaven on earth. Remember, beloved, the kingdom is here and it is within. Hey, beloved, let's talk about one huge thing that is holding you back from receiving the life you yearn for, from stepping into it. I'm going to cut right to the chase. It is self-trust. So it's a word we don't talk about a lot, and it kind of is encapsulated in other words, um, like confidence and um, self-actualization and um, all these kind of other terms we use and states that we attempt to step into. However, it's so important to focus specifically on self-trust. Now, self-trust is trust of self, and trust is believing in the ability of something, someone, to do what it says it can do to fulfill a specific purpose. And when we don't have um, self-trust, there are a few things that happen, especially in conjunction with transmuting into that next version of ourselves that's living in deeper purpose alignment essentially closer to our truest selves so for this to make sense let me back up a little bit and talk about this whole process of identity alchemy identity alchemy is really just going from 1.0 to 2.0 and not just for the sake of that but really to step into a life of deeper flourishing and abundance and multi-dimension multi-dimensional abundance not just money not just relationships, but but all of it, right? Um, I firmly believe that we were put on this earth to enjoy, to love and be loved. Um, and part of a big part of that is returning more and more closely to our original design, who we are at the core. And so in identity alchemy, a, a huge piece is receiving divine inspiration on what steps to take to step into this life. So the process is straightforward, not always easy, but first, um, understanding where we are not lining up with this future vision and usually we'll feel this in the sense of a dissatisfaction um, oftentimes it's negative emotions that drive us forward but feeling aimless feeling frustrated overwhelmed suicidal depressed will indicate to us that we're not living to the fullest extent and the fullest expansiveness that we can in this current season and then we do the work to first understand where our worldview is hindering us from stepping into this new reality. What beliefs, what um, constructs, what lenses are we looking through life that are confirming for us this present reality and not pointing us to the future reality. And once we recognize these th things, then we can do the, this is really the alchemy part. We can begin doing the work to shift these worldviews. And I'm not just talking just about like a mindset, like I think I'm ugly too, I think I'm beautiful. I'm talking about, you know, um, the world is the world is an unsafe and I am unprotected and you know these these are like root root foundational principles um, that undergird our lives and create these mindsets create these beliefs create these actions and once we've shifted these then we are opening ourselves up to receive more divine revelation and inspiration of how to actually act out and embody this future state once we've shifted from the worldview of you know everything is unsafe and i am powerless to everything is working in my favor and um i have direct connection to god who you know protects me who keeps me then then with this lens we're able to see life in a new way before when we'd be on a um 
on a bus and notice the person who kind of seems sketchy and focus our energy and attention, our hearts beating and just watching them. Now we notice this person who's reading a book that we have heard of and we strike up a conversation before we know it, we are walking into another opportunity. When we alchemize ourselves, when we transmute who we are, how we perceive ourselves, how we interact with the world, then the world changes around us and it's beautiful. And a big component of that is self-trust and and honestly that is one of the biggest worldviews that needs to be shifted and revisited time and time again is that we are trustworthy we trust ourselves because if you don't trust yourself you cannot trust fully the divine revelation you receive if you don't trust the vessel you can't trust what is poured into it right and so when we don't have this self-trust we don't first of all we don't even recognize these sparks of inspiration we don't recognize when God is speaking to us because we are out of tune with ourselves. We don't trust our our inner wisdom. We don't connect trust this connection with God, and we just it, fly over it. If we even notice anything, we misattribute it or lay it to the side and cast and doubt it. And then if we do grab a hold of a spark then we don't trust ourselves to act on it. We don't trust ourselves to take those inspired steps. We may get um, a quickening in our spirit and a, and, a, and a divine download, but we don't trust that we can actually do the thing. And uh, if we do, but then if we do actually get to the point of doing the thing, and so these are all places where self-trust can creep in. When, if we do actually do the thing, we don't trust that it will work. Uh, we we don't trust it'll work for us. We don't trust that we are, as our we as ourselves are worthy or capable or or deserving or on equal standing and we move out of power and so then when we take the ap- action it's limp we don't take the action with a full conviction we take the action with doubt on the mind and so we we hold back a little bit we protect right it's like um if you're about to jump into a rose bush you're not going to go careening crashing into that thing even if you're like i have to jump in this rose bush to get something you're gonna you're gonna try and like not get touched by thorns you're gonna you're gonna try and hold some back you're gonna be really careful and delicate you're not gonna go fully into it and that's what happens when we do not trust that it will work out for us and so all of these things end up leading us to a self-fulfilling prophecy the subconscious program is running and saying, I cannot trust myself to hear from God. Then we don't hear from God, uh, not because he's not speaking to us, but because the way he's speaking to us directly, we've shut out. We say, I don't trust myself to do what I'm supposed to do. I can't, I can't do it. And then we don't do it, right? And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Or if we do step out and do it, we do it limply. And so then it doesn't, it, 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 creates a little fizzle um, or it doesn't go to the full extent or it doesn't yield what we want and we say there we go I like I said it doesn't work for me and it's this terrible terrible cycle and in a way again we create the world around us we've created this reality by how we perceive it and I want to speak directly to Christians especially in saying self-trust is a requirement of trusting in God full stop Self-trust is a requirement for trusting in God. If you do not trust yourself as the vessel of God, as his hands and feet, as his His temple, as where he dwells, if you don't trust yourself, that the, the being that God chose to manifest himself in and dwell within, then you cannot trust God, right? Because like I mentioned, if he is speaking to you directly, 
He speaks, he can speak through sacred text. He can speak through other people. He can speak through a word. But more than that, God desires to speak to you directly. And when you have shut yourself off and said, I am not trustworthy. I cannot receive from God. I cannot act on what I am given. Um, I cannot bring about change. I can. I have no influence. I cannot. I don't. I am not. And you don't trust yourself. You are, in fact, limiting your ability to trust and partner with God. Period. God did not create you to experience him through other people he created you with a direct connection to him and he yearns to connect with you through that connection and yes we have these external things that are good checks for us checks and balances and great things when we are in our own seasons of struggling it's so powerful to have other people who are standing in the gap with you and uh connecting with god and saying hey borrow my faith i believe for you for this future borrow my faith but that is not the that should not be the hallmark of our connection with god this is what I'm really seeing in the church right now. We have substituted we have substituted meals, food for protein shakes and meal replacement drinks. If you're if you're sick, it's great to have that meal replacement. If you're going through something specific, if you're in a specific in a specific period of fasting or anything like that, those meal replacements make sense. But if your whole diet is meal replacement drinks, you're not getting the nutrition you need. Your digestive system is not working as it should. You are not um, exercising the organs and even the muscles around them in ways that your body requires and you are missing out on the fullness of what is available to you and that's the same when we forfeit trust of ourselves and externalize it because do let's be clear and not act uh, wholly about it and say you know i don't trust myself only trust god and if we're not trusting ourselves we're trusting another conduit because the fact of the matter, it's it, God requires a receptacle, a receiving. It's like a radio. It's like a conversation. There needs to be two people. If God is talking, there needs to be a, re- a receiver. Who and for our lives, it's supposed to be us, right? We are the we pick up the frequency of what God is saying. If you have not made yourself that that paired radio that's picking up the frequency, you have outsourced that. Um, radio that walkie-talkie to someone else so if you are not trusting yourself to connect with god you're trusting somebody else to connect with god for you so be clear just like people can say i don't worship i don't worship anything i don't bow my knee to anybody but we bow our knees all of us do we worship something someone an ideal a, a a a lifestyle an ideology a person a relationship we all worship and bend our hearts around something it's just being honest about it. So if you're not trusting yourself to connect with God, who are you trusting to connect with God for you? And so I really want you to dig into that and, and dive into that. And remember that he or she who holds the ear of God holds the power. So be wary of anyone who wants you to go through them to hear God. Again, let me be clear. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here right now talking to you about these things, right? And hope, hopefully bringing a message of hope um, that echoes God's voice, right? So there's nothing wrong with listening to others. In fact, we need that community is so vital. There's nothing wrong with even being um, receiving loving correction and somebody saying, hey, this just seems out of line with your character and like Jesus's character. Nothing wrong with that. But when you have somebody who undermines your ability to hear from God, who heaps on uh, requirements for hearing from God and all these things, Remember the Pharisees in the in, in, in Jesus' time when he was walking on earth, talked he talked about how they heaped 
all these rules and regulations upon others and crushed them in doing that created the separation between humans and God and said we are the intermediary in the gap be careful be wary of where somebody is setting themselves up as an intermediary or your heart is desiring to I think a lot of times they want you to thrive and be and hear from God on your own but we we get scared we don't do the work to trust ourselves. We don't do the work to step into the power of being fully responsible for our connection with God in our lives. It's a scary place to be in. It's so much easier to place that upon somebody else's shoulders, but God is calling us into more. And if you want to walk into that life that you're yearning for, it requires more and more understanding and acceptance of your power in Christ and your agency and your ability to in fact influence and create reality and to step into that co-heir, um, co-creator, co-sibling with Yeshua. And so beloved today, where is your lack of self-trust crippling attaining the life that you desire? Where is your lack of self-trust hindering receiving the fullest from God? And let us know in the comments.